Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning, Notre Dame fans. Mike Singer and Kyle Kelly live on a Thursday morning talking Notre Dame football recruiting. What rather would you be doing than hanging out with your boys? We're going to talk some Notre Dame. I mean, it's going to be a jolly time. Uh, Folks, if you're watching live or watching back, please hit that thumbs up. I cannot emphasize enough how much that helps support what we're doing here at Blue and Gold. And if somehow you have not subscribed yet, join the other, I think we're approaching 24,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, So please um, do that um, if you would be so kind. Um, Kyle, how are you doing this morning? Everything well? I think so, man. We're back in the routine. Last week was a little funky coming off the bye week, felt a little slow moving. But yeah, I think everything's going well this week. We were out on the road last week. I'll be out on the road again this week and uh big Notre Dame game on Saturday. So things are pretty exciting in my world. Yeah, man, things are going well. I am glad to hear that. Um, so I guess let's just dive right into the main topic of the show. Um, that's something you felt pretty strongly um, about, uh, you know, r- r- reporting on for, for this morning is uh, 2025 defensive back recruiting. It is, Heating up, as I put in the headline or title of this YouTube video, I should say, uh, things are in a pretty good spot for the Fighting Irish. Um, yeah, Kyle, I mean, they, they don't have a commit yet, but it seems like they're in a good spot. And I have pulled up 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 profiles of players that I'm like, Notre Dame is... The leader, maybe, but if they're not the leader, they're at least, like, very much in the mix. There might be one kind of stretch in there that I'm going to mention. But, uh, yeah, Kyle, you're you're liking what you're seeing from DB recruiting for the Irish this cycle. In 25, I should say. Yeah, things are trending super well, especially at the safety position. I know that's a, a position Notre Dame is have a little bit difficulty recruiting compared to other positions. In years past, I don't think Notre Dame got like any of the top of the board, like on 300 high four star guys in the 24 cycle. But things are looking great for the 25 cycle. I, I know we've talked about Ethan Long a lot from the past, Greenwick, Connecticut, um, Brunswick School. He's not a top 300 recruit by on threes metrics yet, but I, I have a feeling he'll end up climbing up as the cycle continues to progress. Um, yeah. Glad to bring him up. It says, uh, I think, yeah, about 350. So a pretty good looking recruit. He's got all uh, the top power five offers from the Midwest, even though he's from uh, the mid Atlantic area, uh, pretty Western heavy recruitment at this point. I know Penn State's involved in there as well, but in my head, I always group Penn State in with a lot of those Midwest schools just because they're a, a Big Ten team. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Ethan Long. Um, I, I think the other guy we can mention real quick is talking about safety recruiting is Ivan Taylor. I just submitted a uh, on three expert prediction for the Irish to land the twenty five four star safety from Winter Garden, Florida, West Orange High. 
admittedly followed your pick uh, from about three months ago. So you've been on this one for a while. But after hearing uh, your interview with Ivan Taylor on Saturday night, just a light bulb clicked in my head. Like, yeah, this is uh, one I feel 100% confident in predicting the Notre Dame, especially with the, uh, as I described it in my story, the growing optimism and confidence from uh, Notre Dame side of things. So you've been on this one from uh, day one, which I, I give you all the credit because I'm not sure I would ever seen a, a public school that, uh, you know, choosing Notre Dame over all those Southern schools. Yeah. Yeah, when you say like the public school Florida thing, it's it's more so because you're just more likely to see it if a kid goes to a school called Jesuit, you know, or or, or something Catholic. Um, but yeah, the the point being that all Florida kids are just more likely to stay in the southeast, but it's a little more likely if they go to a Catholic Jesuit, you know, kind of school, private school. Um, so that, that that's kind of the, the Kyle point there. Uh, Jay said the blue and gold recruiting show rocks. Thank you, Jay. Marcel, good morning. We got Ian Book's brothers in the chat. I'm telling you, man, Josh looks like Ian Book. Um, I've been saying this for years at this point. Carl, good morning. And Andre, good morning. Hope everyone is uh, doing well. You touched on safety recruiting, Kyle. Let's talk about the safeties on the roster right now. Xavier Watts was a receiver. A good, a good a defensive back in high school, but he came to Notre Dame as a receiver. Ramon Henderson was like a three-star, came to Notre Dame as a corner. Um, Thomas Harper, Oklahoma State signing, I'm guessing like a three-star guy. Who am I missing? Um, uh, I like the guys that are no, playing. You know, there's – well, yeah, the guys that are playing right now, but then my immediately my mind goes to the three class because that was the first class I started covering at Notre Dame. But you mentioned a lot of the older guys. Yeah. So um, even like Ben Minnick and Adon Schuler, not like elite, super highly ranked prospects, really good ones. Adon Schuler was an All-American, a four-star guy for sure. But since Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame was not signed like an elite safety. Tate Johnson – if he signs with Notre Dame, that you know the young man from Fort Wayne Northside has been committed to the Irish for a few months now. He'll be the highest ranked safety for Notre Dame since since Kyle Hamilton. And I'm going to pull up Tay's profile, and he's currently being ranked as an athlete, so it's not super apples to apples. Um, but you know he currently is the number 164 overall player in the country. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, Kyle, but I'm pretty sure he that national ranking would be highest since Kyle Hamilton, at least for the on three industry ranking. So safety recruiting on paper has not been one of the better positions Notre Dame's recruited. It's actually been one of the worst on paper, according to rankings. Not yeah, right. the all involved. I'm sorry, Kyle. Yeah, I said no, exactly. You know, we're not like you know, kind of giving our perspective off what Notre Dame thinks of these guys. We're just to make it easy for everyone to, to go off what they are. Right. You guys know me. The rankings are not the be-all, end-all. But for the purpose of just like this discussion, rankings are a fine kind of like baseline point. So you go and get like an Ivan Taylor, number 103 overall player, number eight safety, uh, 24-7 in ESPN see him as a top 40 overall prospect ESPN number 30 nationally on three lower at this point 172 rivals as well 134 you know on three as him as the number 15 safety in the country rivals is 14 um Taylor's not the biggest guy but I think that um you know he can play we saw him at corner at Irish Invasion he was fantastic um so safety recruiting could be really good I'll even throw this guy out there I He's not a Notre Dame lean, and you would know this better than me since you've been covering his recruitment so closely. You've seen him a couple times in person. Trey McNutt is an elite prospect in this this 2025 class as well, um, who Notre Dame is very much in the mix for. You mentioned Ethan Long, um, not a highly ranked guy yet, but that'd be one that I'd kind of keep an eye on. I, I could see him as a riser. Another safety, Jordan Young from North Carolina. He's a borderline five-star type guy. And this is when I, I mentioned kind of there's a stretch in there. This is that, um, you know, I don't think like Notre Dame's, you know, the leader or even top two option at this point, but he's visited Notre Dame, speaks highly of the Fighting Irish. Um, and then, uh, you know, another safety of note is Jace Cora, who visited for the USC game. It's like his first or second recruiting visit he's ever taken. 
Um, so he's more off the radar in terms of like national rankings and stuff like that. Um, but those are kind of the main safety names to know in terms of guys who have been visiting campus regularly um, and whatnot. So it's a really good group. And Notre Dame looks like the team to be for Ivan Taylor and Ethan Long for sure. And then, um, yeah, they got some other safeties that, that are in good position for Kyle. Yeah, I think uh, the two names that we're most monitoring at this rate are Ivan Taylor and Ethan Long. And I know, I think I said on last week's show that with Ethan Long, he's getting close to a decision. Um, you know, we'll visit Michigan and Michigan State at the end of the month. Then he'll kind of hash out where he's at, improvement, um, maybe take a junior day visit or two. But I think things are kind of winding down from him, for him. And then um, I know for about, I don't know, 20 hours or so, the lucky charm story from last night. I'll feel comfortable um, revealing your report here, but I think expecting Ivan Taylor back on campus for the uh, Wake Forest game. And if that's the case, I mean, that's that would mark four. Um, according to his recruiting profile, we only have him as visiting Florida State. Uh, he hasn't been to any other game day visits this year, so yeah, uh, I know my your uh, signature term is uh, follow the visits. And this one, um, it can't get any more obvious than that. You know, Ivan Taylor is very high on Notre Dame, the only way to put it. And just what an outstanding job the entire Notre Dame staff has done with his recruitment so far. You know, like I said, I, I don't think we can um, say enough how how impressive it is for them to, to possibly go down to Florida and get uh, defensive back with an NFL pedigree. And it looks like they're trending that way, especially if Taylor makes it up to campus uh, for Notre Dame's home season finale. Yeah, so he told me he's visited Florida State and Tennessee both two times apiece, but we don't have dates on that, so it's not on his page. But, um, yeah, Notre Dame looking like the team to beat for Ivan Taylor. Visited for Irish Invasion in June, back for the barbecue at the end of July. And then pit game, and then um, yeah, we uh, reported yesterday afternoon that he is coming up for the Wake Forest game. Um, so uh, had that scoop at blueandgold.com yesterday. We're going to talk about the cornerback position in just a few moments, but I just needed to uh, check my watch that's not on to see what time it is, Kyle. It's um, it's prize picks time, my friend. You ready for some prize picks? Because I need some help. Your boy has not yeah. been killing it. Your boy's not been killing it. See, uh, well, you don't like to put on the ones you don't really do great at, but I would like to see the history. But let's not eat up too much time. Let's All right, so we'll go. Real, no, no, we, we can look at it real quick. The, um, there was a Jimmy Butler promotion that dropped his points from like 23 to 16, and then um, there was a Corey Seager and Jared Goff um, special and I feel like when they do the specials, they want like they want you to hit that more. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw some shade and throw the less down there. And um both did not hit. So you know it's that's fine. This is the one we did on the show last week. Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the Jets, to throw more than 195, hit that. And then Jalen Hurts had scored a rushing touchdown in like three straight games, and he did not against the commanders last week. Um and then they also Price Picks also does like you if for folks watching YouTube you see all these these quarterback um, uh, entries or, or you know uh, picks here Prescott Stafford Lawrence and, and and Tua on the promotions tab up here they basically have these like experts picks so I just did one of theirs um, and they did not um, it did not you know. <laughs> hit for me but this is if you're like i don't know what to what to go with you can always just kind of go to this promotion tab and there's always some cool stuff especially for nfl season um but uh yeah that's um that's that's how i've been doing recently um so let's get into this um yes prize pick sponsoring to sh the today's show you pick two to six players for an entry and if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection you can win 25 times your money on an entry, um, at least possibly, depending. I think you got to go all six guys, or you know, you got to put six players and 
Um, you know, and that's probably a power play as well. And first time users that deposit and use the promo code BGI will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks. So you deposit a hundred prize picks will give you a hundred. If you do 25, they'll give you 25. So on, um, download the app or go to prizepicks.com and make sure you use that promo code BGI. You guys know they do a ton of different sports, NFL, NBA, and NHL, college football, soccer um video games tennis trucks nas i don't i mean trucks i don't even i don't even know nascar trucks i, I don't even know um mma all, everything guys um so check it out prizepicks.com they do fun promotions like taco tuesday where um you know players get uh points taken off their um projection for you to hit that more um and flex friday which i which i love which is basically like a free entry if, if it if your flex pick on a friday doesn't hit um then you get your your money back on that so um yeah for for this week kyle we're probably not going to do trucks and we'll actually let's just take a quick look i'm not doing entries on the notre dame players anymore because it just gives me a weird juju um, about it um but Audric estimate more or less than 80.5 rushing yards. Chris Tyree, 37.5 receiving yards. Sam Hartman, 230.5 passing yards. And Sam Hartman, 1.5 passing yard, passing touchdowns. <laughs> 1.5 passing yards. Yeah, 1.5 touchdowns against Clemson. So those are the the Notre Dame um, players for, for this week's prize picks. Interesting little roster there. Um. I like the more on some of those, but again, we're gonna not do the Notre Dame just because it's been uh, it's been messing with me sometimes watching these games. So, um, you want to go NFL, college football? What do you think, Kyle? I'm always a big NFL guy when it comes okay. to price picks. You know, I like to look at the quarterbacks with passing Taysom Hill point five passing yards. Is this like a gadget, like a gadget play kind of deal? <laughs> I like quarterbacks. I've been I've been liking the Zach Wilson lately with 215 for him. Any that stand out to you in, in passing yards, my friend? Will Will Levis action? 201? Who do they play again? Uh Pitt. Ah, uh, so yeah, probably not. <laughs> or we can go like Less than 282 for one Patrick Mahomes against my Dolphins. Any of these stand out to you? I feel like you got to go with Mahomes now. The less? So you can, yeah, root for the Dolphins, man. Add a little extra kick, a little incentive yeah. there. So if you're playing daily fantasy, you should not play with your heart. But I mean, also just play for fun. So, um, and then I always like passing touchdowns. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Oh man, he, he they got Dallas. Should we go less Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns? Going He's all less high. this week. Yeah. Kyle, come again. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I know Dallas has a decent secondary. AJ Brown's also been on a tear <laughs> these last couple weeks. Jones is back in the mix. Not certain on that one. And that's our only uh, touchdown option. What else we got going on? Yeah, that's it for now. They usually add more um, rush attempts. I mean, there's so many different. I mean, receiving, rushing combo. There's there's a lot. For, um, um, rushing, yards. rushing yards. Do, 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 do. Man, I think if uh, we're doing the under or, or the less on Patrick Mahomes, we have to do the more on Isaiah Pacheco. So have we have to have them on different teams. We have to have. If we're just gonna we're gonna do a two two player um, power play, um, and then um, yeah, we 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 gotta we gotta pick somebody. You know what? We're rolling Alvin with Kamara. Derek Carr, two point five yeah. rushing yards or more. There it is. Boom. We're just rolling <laughs> with that because we spent a good bit of time on this. All right, let's move in to, back to Notre Dame recruiting. Thank you, prize picks. He's a promo code BGI, guys. Um, so, the um, you know, looking at the cornerback spot, Devin Williams is a guy who was just on campus 
um, for the was it U.S. No, was it Ohio State? It was it for Ohio State game, I believe. Yeah, yes, sir. He's an elite cornerback. Um, Mark Zachary, a huge Notre Dame Ohio State battle, in-state kid, uh, top two hundred player nationally. Down to Florida, Berkeley Prep. You know, talking about Florida prospects. This is a uh, private school kid. Notre Dame is looking like maybe the team to beat in that recruitment. Kevin Humes, I know you're seeing in the near future, Kyle, um, and you can touch on him. But Notre Dame coming out of his visit was that for the USC game too? Yes, that was that yes. was for the USC game. Notre Dame it looks to be in a pretty good spot with Kevin Humes. Of this, every player we're talking about today, I feel the best about Cree Thomas, um, considering that he went to the Pitt game and then, uh, excuse me, he was at USC and then um, for the Pitt game. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, so Notre Dame's looking really good for, sorry, Cree Thomas um, from Phoenix Brophy Prep. I um, actually talked to him last night, Kyle, and I'll have that article up at blueandgold.com probably this afternoon. Uh, and then um, actually going back to the safeties, I forgot to mention Jadon Blair. Um, you know, he had a really good visit for the Notre Dame Ohio State game. So that's another safety I forgot to mention. Did not get to him. But uh, yeah, Jadon Blair, you know, is another safety who the Irish look to be in a, in a good spot for. But you can let me know if I'm forgetting anyone. But the main corner targets that, you know, I scrolled the offer list that it was like, okay, Notre Dame's. You know, had these guys on campus before. They're huge targets. Uh, it's Devin Williams, uh, Mark Zachary, Dallas Golden, Kevin Humes, and Cree Thomas, Kyle. Yeah, those are pretty much the five names. No, I know they had C.J. Bell from, uh, you know, the Mid-Atlantic area on campus for one of the uh, camps June. He picked up an offer. We were expecting him on campus this fall. Looks like it, you know, didn't really come to fruition, but – Cree Thomas, I know, especially when you, you know, you already mentioned it, but considering he went to the same high school as Benjamin Morrison down there in Phoenix, private school, Jesuit school. You know, I know we talk about these Jesuit schools a lot. Notre Dame is not a Jesuit institution, but they seem to recruit a lot of these uh, Jesuit programs. So Cree Thomas is the next one. Um, I think we're liking where Notre Dame's at right now uh, with all the connections there. Wouldn't surprise me if he's the first one off the board from a cornerback perspective, but the name that you know we mentioned frequently on the show all the time is Mark Zachary, uh, the Indianapolis Ben Davis product, Notre Dame Ohio State battle, Michigan's in the background, Georgia as well. Um, but I, I I really think this, as we said time and time again, it's fighting Irish or Buckeyes for Zachary, and uh, like a few of these guys, they've been up to Kansas three or four times already and you know recruiting is so expedited these days so once again if Zachary is a guy that gets up to campus in January I would really like where Notre Dame trends there I think I'm kind of getting close to you know picking picking him uh, with a non-three recruiting expert prediction um to probably to which school? Notre Dame I I really like the way things are looking with Zachary you know I'm gonna touch base with them after his uh, junior season wraps up, they just had a super big win last Friday. Um, it's one of the best teams in the state. And uh, another game this Friday. So I talked to Mark Zachary a ton back in October, September. Uh, so I let him breathe a little bit, and uh, I'll circle with him after the season, see where his head's at. But 
Um, I think the Irish are in a super good spot, especially considering they made it down there uh, during the evaluation period a few weeks ago. Yeah, Notre Dame, you know, if we feel the best about them landing Cree Thomas, and Cree Thomas, you know, rankings-wise, you know, three-star guy, um, number 372 overall player, number 43 corner. I mean, ESPN hasn't even ranked him yet. I mean, it, it it's, seems like it's still kind of early in his rankings journey. But you'd have to be pretty excited about Cree Thomas at corner and Ivan Taylor at safety to start Real this quick, DB class. What was Benjamin Morrison in that 22 class? I think he was 22, right? Um, I don't think he was an extremely highly rated guy. You know, he, no, he none came of the out. sites had him very ranked. He was not nationally ranked by any of the sites. On three, slept on him the most. I mean, borderline four-star. I mean, 89 grade um, for on three is just you know, a shade under. But yeah, between 45 and 30 cornerback nationally in his own class. And now he's like one of the you know, top five best corners in the country. Mike Mickens, man, that guy can develop corners like nobody else in the country. Yeah. So then you, maybe you get like a Kevin Humes, Mark Zachary, Dallas Golden. I think Devin Williams might be a little bit of a long shot, but your Notre Dame defensive back recruiting is in a really good spot right now. And here we are spending, you know, a good bit of time talking about it because it, it really is an impressive group. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I talked about this in a couple of shows now in the past week that like Notre Dame is more deep and talented at corner than it is tight end. Like, just think about that. And that you might you might think about that and be like, Singer, what the hell are you talking about? Like Notre Dame's tight end room is really good, right? But four deep of Cam Hart, NFL guy, Ben Morrison, NFL guy, Jaden Mickey playing a ton of ball. See, if, I don't know if he's an NFL guy, but we'll see. And I don't know if Christian Gray is, but like, look at Christian Gray. <laughs> like, look at him as a true freshman. That cornerback room is really damn good. Um, so, yeah, it's it's impressive. It's a really impressive group, and uh, definitely hats off to Mike Mickens, his his longtime friend and, and boss, uh, Marcus Freeman, gave him some love in his press conference uh, on Monday. So, um, so yeah. That that kind of wraps up the uh, the 2025 defensive back discussion. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, CJ Carr um, in some road trip shenanigans um, that you two boys had here. But uh, we are going to hear first from uh, my perfect franchise. Kyle, I do have a question to ask you. Are you a displaced corporate executive, Kyle? Not yet. If I Not was, yet. I know but Kyle, if you do become a displaced corporate executive, maybe you're just wanting to put your career in your own hands. Maybe Kyle is an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify. Well, if this is you, then you're going to want to talk to Andy Ludicky uh, because he's a huge college sports fan and a franchise veteran having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using his expertise, Andy helps others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call at 404-973-9901. Put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Uh, give Andy a call, 404-973-9901. Tell Mike Singer from Blue and Gold sent you. Uh, morning Dynasty, what's up, my brother? Um, hope everyone in the chat is doing well. So. Um, this past Friday, um, I flew into Detroit. My boy Kyle Kelly picked me up, and we went to Saline, Michigan, to see Notre Dame quarterback commit CJ Carr in action. Um, you know, stopped and uh, you know hung out for a little bit at a local watering hole. Um, just grabbed a soda, guys. You know, I actually had a coffee, um, and then I went over to Saline. Uh, nice and early, saw CJ warm up, and then the game, which was at 56-14, final score, Kyle. And was the, what was the stat line confirmed from um, your stat guy at Celine? What, what did that end up being? Yeah, we got it right, 17 of 20 for 200 yards. And um, I didn't get rushed, but I think we're pretty confident about two carries for 12. So it was a, basically a perfect performance by CJ Carr. 
um, you know, had a couple drops and then a throwaway. We was trying to make things happen with his legs and, and ended up throwing the ball away. Um, so we'll, we'll pop on the film and, and Kyle on, you know, my show with Darren Pritchett on Tuesday, I kind of talked about this um, and, and broke down this, this tape. So I'll let you kind of do it. What you saw, just kind of your takeaways from this game. Yeah, um, I, I will say I posted some extensive thoughts on Sunday morning, I believe, or Sunday afternoon about what we saw from C.J. Carr in the first uh, playoff game of senior season against Amber Pioneer. And, I, you know, I kind of outlined in the story, you know, with what this lean offense asked C.J. to do, it's a lot of dink and dunk, a lot of short passes. As you can see here, a lot of stuff flats, a lot of stuff behind the scrimmage, not really asked to do a whole lot, but CJ is highly effective at what he does. You can see, you know, it, I, I mentioned in the story that two biggest throws that we see, saw him make, one of them being here were actually passes that were not caught. You know, both were beautiful 40 plus yard throws right into the hands of his wide receivers. Neither of them came in um, for receptions and you see the reaction of the guy on the video there, you know, he was pretty uh, upset not to see a, but yeah, those were the two perfect best throws that we saw from CJ on Friday night. He also had a throwaway, so pretty much a near perfect performance. And I'll be curious to see. Um, you know, I haven't had the chance to watch your video here, but one little minor concern with Carr that I've seen with watching him a few times, especially in person, is he tries to do like the Patrick Holmes, like extend the play, like run backwards and, you know, try to make something out of nothing. And admittedly, he's really effective at it in high school. I'm just a little bit concerned that once it's college and those, you got those, uh, all those edge rushers that are running, you know, under four, eight, four yard dashes, um, that they'll be able to bring him down pretty quickly. And I, I think that's a pretty easy fix too. you know, Gino Gadouli just has to tell CJ, throw that ball away. But CJ, he's a pretty smart guy. He knows what he can get away with in high school, and he's been pretty effective at it uh, so far throughout his career. Having an, an outstanding senior season, here's that other throw. I mean, Mike, if you could, just rewind that one for me because that yeah. pass, I don't think you can place it any better than this. All right. Uh, now that's longest reception oh, of the day. Look at that right in his hands i i think some of these receivers man it's like it's like it's almost like it's too perfect you know that much of a surprise but yeah i mean terrific ball placement um just really says a lot about the chemistry cj had his receivers and um i also noted in my story that cj's an upgraded rusher as well he can use his legs when necessary you know he's not a uh, jalen hurts or lamar jackson in terms of talking about like NFL guys, the quarterbacks and just do so much on their feet, but he's mobile and um, you know, he can move plays along. He can step up in the pocket. So uh, yeah, pretty uh, happy with what we saw from CJ Carr on Friday night. He was much better than the last time you saw him on that seven, nothing loss against Bedford um, yeah, last year. But yeah, here's one of those plays where CJ's backtracking and, you know, letting the guys chase him, but he threw that ball away. So just maybe doing a little bit more of that. But overall, really impressive outing in uh, first round of the Division One Michigan playoffs for Notre Dame's quarterback commit. Yeah, he was outstanding. I mean, he he's just he's cool. He's calm. He makes plays with his leg. Here he is. You know, making plays outside the pocket and delivering a nice ball. I I I, I hear your kind of your concern there. I think that's a very valid thing that he's going to need to, to make sure he's uh, gotten check at the, at the college level and the game speeds up um, and you're not playing against, you know, not the best competition in Michigan, but speaking of competition, Michigan, they have a huge game this Friday. I'm guessing on the road at Belleville, um, you know, Bryce Underwood's the number one overall player in the 2025 class five-star quarterback, um, and uh, that is the team that, um, you know, Carr will be playing, um, you know, and that was the team that they played in the playoffs last year um, and, uh, you know, fell against, and uh, that is the team that they, uh, they have again this week. So that should be a pretty darn good game. I'm guessing another high-scoring affair. So 
huge outing um, there on Friday night for CJ Carr. But overall, Kyle and I were very impressed with the uh, with the Notre Dame quarterback commits. Um, yeah, 6'2 and a half, 195 pounds, top 100 overall player. Very excited about CJ Carr. Now, after the game, Kyle, we have a review of your first time at Taco Bell. You had never been to Taco Bell before. What do you think about your first time there? First time at Taco Bell. First time at Taco Bell in Michigan, maybe. But yeah, no <laughs> idea. Very interesting experience. Made our our way, I don't know, 10, 15 miles west to our first Taco Bell. Did our little mobile online orders so we could get the points on our apps with our accounts. And uh, unfortunately, they I don't know what their explanation was. Uh, they said switching the line or something like that. I'm not too sure, but. Yeah, we decided to ditch that one, go to one a little bit closer to our hotel. And it all look, all worked out. I know you thought things were delicious. I, I still think we could have went with a more local, exciting option or perhaps even a better fast place, but Taco Bell the trick. I mean, I was down for any of the fast food spots, but it was just the – it's 10.30 on a Friday night. We're going to get, you know, like not – it's not a ton open and talk about screaming my name. Yeah, it was it was not bad either. Oh, and it was one of those Taco Bells that was attached to a gas station, which I've never seen a Taco Bell like share a <laughs> building with a gas station. Uh, but it it slapped. It was it was pretty good. Um, and then uh yeah, so then Kyle and I drove into South Bend Saturday morning, and that was a really cool experience. Um, of course sure many of you have seen the picture with me um just staring down sam hartman with such evil in my eyes i'm just so angry at him um i'm just kidding i really wasn't i was actually looking at joe alt um but uh it was a really good time i i, I had a fantastic experience um you know at notre dame and um yeah I, I i the whole experience was just great and then um it was you know, it was great hanging out with the boys i updated my twitter header did you see this kyle Oh, you know, the little header no. on Twitter, little header picture. I right, Hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hang tight. Hang tight. Oh, uh, there it is. It's the boys. Yeah. Your face kind of gets cut out here. That's good. We'll keep it that way until I get a haircut. <laughs> Look at the boys Yee-hee. on mobile. You're not cut out, but uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> we, we got a great career at blue and gold. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was a great visit for me. And then, um, this Saturday, planning on uh, going out to uh, old Clemson, South Carolina, which will be a fun experience as well. Uh, I've not been to a Clemson game before, um, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, so, Kyle, you posted a, a, a thread on the message board that I wanted to discuss, and you're posing the question, what would be an acceptable finish to the 2024 recruiting class of the Fighting Irish? Now, this is like asking what's an acceptable finish to a, a season like are you national championship or bust like anything less than a national championship is a, a a lost season and i'm speaking to you notre dame fans here or is it like they need to make the playoff or it, or is it just like if notre dame plays 12 games i'm just happy you know you, you're just all sunshine and rainbows it's really up to your your interpretation it's actually something we talked about last night on the the ghouls being hide show which Jay Carr just asked Mike, did you mentally recover from that from that show last night? And I, I did. It was it was great. I loved it as as we were recording that live. Um, so it's kind of the same thing with the recruiting rankings. Like, what I mean is it you need to have a top five class? You need to have a top ten class. So Notre Dame currently has a number ten class in the country. They did get recently as high as seven, um, and then. I guess some of these other schools landed some big commitments. Notre Dame has landed a new commitment since August in the 2024 class. So Notre Dame at 23 commits, one five-star and receiver Kane Williams, 14 four-stars, eight three-stars. Um, so, yeah, Kyle, I'll, I'll pose that question to you. And for folks watching live, watching back on YouTube, let me know what you guys think. Like, what is an acceptable finish for you um, for 2024 team recruiting rankings in, in, you know, in this Irish class? Yeah, the way I, I sort of see it, I, I think, you know, if you're a reasonable Notre Dame fan, you know, outside of some of the outliers, you know, with the really good Notre Dame teams, um, 
couple of them over the last decade. I, I think you kind of always shoot for like a New Year's Six Bowl with hopes that, you know, maybe one year they can go to the national championship and just see what happens. So in terms of like Notre Dame football team, I kind of them like in that top 12 team range. And I think that's sort of an acceptable finish uh, in the ring rankings. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's so hard to, uh, Kind of putting into words, I guess, uh, because like Notre Dame feels like so so much higher on the a lot of these guys, like compared to the way, you know, the the media rankings have them so far. But um, yeah, I know I think you know top ten would be ideal, but I think if Notre Dame can get a, a top twelve finish, you know, just the twenty four class, you kind of have to to call it what it is at this rate. You know, there's got a a couple of really top tier guys, a solid group of four stars, but then a lot of those three star guys at Notre Dame's kinda like in our eyes taking uh, a chance on like the Teddy Rezacs and um Carson Hobbses and you know some of those guys that, you know, they have power five offers, but Notre Dame really just heard a lot of those guys early on in their recruitments and uh taking a chance on those guys with hopes they pan out and I think Notre Dame thinks they will. I mean, there's a really exciting core group of this class when you talk about the Kingston Villamasas, Kedron Youngs, or Kedron Young, Bryce Young, Logan Thomas. Like, there's some really exciting pieces in this class that I can understand why Notre Dame think that some of these guys should be ranked higher because I I'm in agreement with them. So, pretty uh pretty solid class overall. And I I think uh, you're a Notre Dame fan, you can go to bed sleeping at night. Uh, knowing Notre Dame finished with a top 10 recruiting class. Maybe you're a little restless, wake up time or two if it's top 12, but I think uh, you have to be pretty excited about the group Notre Dame um, brought in with Marcus Freeman's second recruiting class. Yeah. As you guys would imagine, I have many thoughts on this. I just want to go through the three-star players real quick. Bodie Cahoon was literally talking to a Notre Dame source this morning before our show, and Bodie came up. Notre Dame is very excited about Bodie Cahoon and his stats. I mean, he's over 100 something tackles already, right, Kyle? I mean, through the five games, yeah, 150. He's got over, yeah, he's got over 150 tackles this season. So, not playing the best competition in like what is that West West Virginia West part of Virginia? Yeah, Western Virginia. Yes, thank you. But like Bodie is just like he's playing very very well. Jack Larson, I mean, go look at his offer sheet. You know, like that's kind of a data point that we like. And Jack Larson's been playing very well. Um, you know, Notre Dame got him off the board very early in the 2024 cycle. Tight end that they're excited about. Tabron Benny Powell, they saw him in camp. They loved him. Went and got him. I think he's going to be a good piece for the Irish defense in the future. Sean Cepillano weighs 325 pounds. <laughs> like, I mean, he's a big man. That's an exciting – like Notre Dame's excited about him as an interior defense lineman. Carson Hobbs is going to be a solid corner um, for the Notre Dame. Kennedy Urlacher is literally Brian Urlacher's son. I'll take a flyer on him if, if you want to call it that. Cole Mullins, I think, would have been a huge stuck-up guy if he would have played this year. But, you know, he had a, an injury. Do you remember what the injury was, Kyle? Was it a, I don't remember. Yeah, unfortunately, I think some sort of lower leg injury. Yeah. So he's out for the year. And then Teddy Rezac ran a 4-5. Um you know, that, that Notre Dame, um, you know, saw in a video or something like that. He sent in a video of him running a four or five. So like, there's a lot of excitement, even with the three-star guys, but the discussion to answer the question of where does Notre Dame need to rank for me personally, I'll answer with kind of a non-answer of, I really don't give a damn. Like <laughs> you have literally a five-star receiver in Cam Williams, right? You have Gerby Lambert, the the top offensive tackle on Notre Dame's board. The top offense, like this is the guy if they could have anyone that they wanted. Same with CJ Carr. I mean, that was their guy. So they got their top receiver, offensive tackle, quarterback, and linebacker in, in Kingston Ville Amoasa. I mean, like Kedron Young's a freak show. Like, is he playing in a postseason all-star game? I think he's going to the All-American Bowl, right? He got an input there. I don't know. If- I think he accepted it actually. Yeah, so, so he'll be there. He's gonna play in that. He literally could end up as like a top fifty overall player. I, I mean, he's just a freak show this season. Bryce Young is literally a creative player in Madden. 
I mean, Tay Johnson, highest ranked safety since um, Kyle Hamilton, as I mentioned earlier. Logan Thomas is a Keon Keeley clone. I mean, Aeneas Williams just uh, puts up like you're playing Madden on rookie mode. Like that's his number. And you just go on and on. This class is loaded. So if this group finishes six, great. If it finishes 15, great. Is it still the same players? Is it still the same players? That's all I care about. Um, because it's it's a really good class. You got the quarterback. You got the guy to protect them. Hell, even the other three offensive linemen in the class, Anthony Knapp, Styles Prescott, Peter Jones, Notre Dame is ecstatic about this offensive line class. The running backs, that's one of the best tandems in the country. It's like a top five tandem in the country in Aeneas Williams and Kedron Young. The defensive line is really good. You've got the one of the best linebackers in the country. Leonard Moore at corners, Notre Dame thinks he's a freak show. Like, there is a lot to be excited about. So, rankings be damned on that. Now, from like a where I would like to see them finish, just kind of based on using that data point of rankings or just a little historical information, right? Notre Dame has finished in the top 10. Uh, excuse me, let me, let me start over. Notre Dame, if they finish in the top 10, that'd be three straight classes. And that would be Marcus Truman's three first three years, or first three classes in Notre Dame head coach, right? We'll give him credit for 2022. He's a DC, then finished classes as head coach. 2023, it finished number 10. If they finish in the top 10, there would be three straight years. Notre Dame hasn't done that since, I think it was 06, 07, 08. That's it. I mean, and you're doing that in Freeman's first three years. So I, for me... I would like to see Notre Dame in the top 10 each year. But if they miss out and it's like 11 or 12 and that's the class you hit at such important positions, I'm good. I'm good with that. Um, so that's kind of my rant on that, Kyle. Any any thoughts before we move on? You said it much better than me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I I, mean, I'm kind of with you. I mean, that's the players are. Hard. It's not very hard to say yeah. something better than you, Kyle. <laughs> hey man the players are what they are they already got them i mean i right. i'm really excited i i've seen a lot of these guys in person this fall i know you've seen a lot of these guys in the past too and some real contributors down the road at notre dame yeah it's a great class man and like the 2022 class for the irish that ranked six like that class had ben morrison it was a great class but I think I take like 2024 over 2022. Um, like 2024 is a really good class of the Fighting Irish. Thing about 2022 is it was so top heavy. Like the top three classes, I think it was Georgia, Bama, A and M, just cleaned house on everyone. And it was like easy, like score wise, like the the rating score that is used in these rankings, right? You see on the right side of the screen. Notre Dame currently is at 91.619. If you go back to 2022, it's like Notre Dame's barely higher, I believe. Actually, Notre 92.594. 17, four stars, five, three stars. So the thing about 2022's ranking is it was there was not many three stars. This year they have a little bit more in the in the three stars with um that's 2023. Hold on. 2024. I think what did I say it was eight. So some of these guys get late bumps and then, you know, you could see that, that rating moving up. So yeah, that's uh, kind of the rankings discussion. Um, wanted to, to, to finish the show, Kyle, with uh, on the road this week. I am not going on the road Friday um, because the Clemson game is on, is at noon. And I just wanted to make sure I get a good night's sleep. I think I got to, I got to wake up pretty damn early on Friday to drive over to Clemson. I'm I'm a little bit worried about that traffic, and you figured you know just be there as early as possible, um, and and take in that area, which is an area I know really well since I own property there, um, and, and have been there you know half dozen times at this point. But yeah, so I will not be on the road seeing a high school game, um, but you are seeing a uh, Notre Dame commits in the state of Ohio, my friend. Yeah, this is one I want to save until the postseason um, to really see Carson Hobbs at his best. And it'll be a rivalry matchup in round two of the Division I um, Ohio State playoffs. 
Carson Hobbs and Cincinnati Archbishop Moeller will be playing St. Xavier from Cincinnati. It is a, a matchup I'm really looking forward to, two of the top teams in Southwest Ohio. Um, to my knowledge, at least to the start of the season, St. Xavier's quarterback was Kirk Herbstreit's son, Chase Herbstreit, yeah. who hit Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, they have linemen there that Notre Dame had up for a camp, Tucker Caddis. Um, and I think Al Golden's son is a linebacker at school. Al, Al Golden family still lives in the Cincinnati area, I believe. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, seeing how those guys perform uh, Friday night. I know Moeller's got a really good team. Started to build some momentum toward the end of the year with the first-year head coach. Have a really talented running back, unfortunately, from Michigan. For some of you Notre Dame fans, Jordan Marshall, who's a stud. But yeah, it should be uh, a really exciting, exciting Friday night, and I, I think that Saint X offense likes to throw the ball. So Carson Hobbs might get tested a time or two, and we'll see how he fares. Okay, yeah, looking forward to to your reports on that, and then uh, we'll see uh, where we go next week. I still don't know. I might take a trip down to Florida. I don't know. It's going to be kind of a last minute thing. Um, so uh, we'll see where we, uh, both end up. Maybe I'll end up in Georgia and do you know where you're going next Friday? Just give me a nod. Yeah. It's going to be my first plane trip of the year. So, oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. You're going down to Baltimore. That's right. Yeah. And I've, I, I, we've been doing so much driving. It's, it's not been as much flights for us. Cause yeah, I just, my first flight of the fall was, was to Detroit, but yeah, in years past, I would, you know, do, I, I would always go to Texas. There would always be someone in Texas and, you know, St. Louis, I'd pretty much go every year, but uh, yeah, it's been a lot more driving and, you know, Kyle being, you know, having Kyle has made that easier since Kyle's got, you know, driving around the Midwest a lot and kind of bunkered down here in the Southeast. So um, yeah, that is going to wrap up today's Notre Dame recruiting update. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Of course, uh, really help support us at blue and gold um, uh, and subscribe to the content. Of course, blue, uh, come on singer. You got this thumbs up on the video. Subscribe. How many times have I said that? Um, in my life, I can't even get it right. And blueandgold.com is definitely going to be your home for all things Notre Dame recruiting coverage. I have uh, quite the busy day ahead of me. Um, and uh, I think like three more stories I'm doing today. So in, in addition to this um, this live show. So it's definitely going to be loaded. Kyle's going to be writing stories at blueandgold.com. And then Marcus Freeman has a press conference at noon Eastern. So about 40 minutes from now as we wrap up the show live. So you're going to want to check out blueandgold.com for the live coverage of that appreciate you all thank you so much for spending part of your day with us here at blue and gold uh, we will see you guys um saturday kyle and i will be manning the post game live show tim hyde is coaching a game on saturday so kyle you better bring it bro because i'm gonna be in that press box and it kind of could be crazy i don't know what to expect um just like i didn't know what to expect in the live show this past saturday so i'm gonna need you to bring it um so uh yeah We'll look forward to that Saturday right after the game on our YouTube page. I appreciate you all, and as always, we will catch you next time.